Ahoy there! Welcome back to the Bible Pirate Advent Calendar. My name is Matt Valor. This is day 22. Remarkably, the Kingdom of Judah survived the onslaught from the Assyrian Empire. Since the days when the Israelites left Egypt, they had got involved in many battles, but they were all against cities or tiny nations like the Philistines or the Moabites. The kingdom of Assyria was something different. It was a vast, sprawling empire with its capital at Nineveh, far away in northern Iraq. From around the time that the United Kingdom of Israel had split in two, Assyria had been growing in power and reach, slowly conquering more lands and making other nations its vassal. After Israel had been conquered, and its people sent away into exile, the kingdom of Judah had to continue paying money to Assyria in order to avoid the same fate. Eventually, however, the power of Assyria waned. A new power was rising in the east, in Babylon, and Egypt in the south also flexed its muscles. Judah was caught between three empires vying to be the greatest, a small nation holding out against the mighty armies that surrounded it. In Jerusalem, the prophet Isaiah advised the kings of Judah and criticised their lack of commitment to Yahweh. King Hezekiah survived the siege of Jerusalem by King Sennacherib of Assyria with Isaiah's help. Though Sennacherib had Jerusalem surrounded, the angel of Yahweh went through the Assyrian camp during the night and nearly 200,000 Assyrian soldiers were found dead the next morning. Egypt tried to gain control of Judah by replacing King Jehoahaz with King Jehoiakim and using him to get large payments. But of the three great powers, one would become the decisive winner and it wasn't long before King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came knocking on Judah's door. The prophet Jeremiah was in Jerusalem at the time, following Isaiah's footsteps in the futile task of insisting that the people and the king follow Yahweh. King Josiah, just a boy when he had taken the throne, made strong reforms with Jeremiah's help, but the kings that followed him made Yahweh very angry, Despite Jeremiah's best efforts, Yahweh had given up on Judah and decided that they would be exiled as well. And so Nebuchadnezzar's army put Jerusalem under siege. For nearly two years the Babylonian army attacked the great fortress of Zion and it could not hold. In the year 587 BC, Jerusalem fell and the kingdom of Judah was over. The Babylonians plundered Yahweh's temple, stealing all of its gold, silver and bronze. They smashed up the city walls and then set fire to Yahweh's house. The leaders of Jerusalem were taken away across the desert to the great city of Babylon and Judah, with the rest of its people, was left in ruins. The time of the promised land had ended. Back on the banks of the river, 
the child looks up at her mother, tears in her eyes. The temple is burned down, she repeats. Yes, my child, says the mother, but Yahweh is coming. He does not stay angry forever. He is also like a mother, gathering up her children, like our mamma hen, gathering all her little chicks and sweeping them under her wings. He will come and rescue us. Is that what you said when you spoke to all those people? asks the child. The woman looked up again to the great towers of the mightiest city on earth. As the low sun caught the edge of the great city gate, the shadow from a guard's spear was like a crack in the impregnable walls. She had seen it before. Babylon was not as powerful as it seemed. Every empire had cracks. Yahweh was coming, and she had seen it. Yes, that is what I said, she replied. She had spoken to so many people, far more than her child could know. Out of sight, in secret, and she spoke of the coming Messiah, Yahweh's liberator, who would set them free once again and bring them home. Mama, why did they call you Isaiah? asked the child. Hush, said the woman, looking around to check no one heard, and then turning back, smiling. That is our secret, okay? It wasn't long before the Messiah came. King Cyrus of the Medes from even further east. The sun set on the Babylonians, but rose on the new Persian Empire. Mightier by far, Persia managed its vast empire by allowing each region some limited powers. With the age of Babylon over, the leaders of Jerusalem could go back home. Unlike Israel's exile to Assyria, which was permanent, the exile in Babylon only lasted for 70 years. But that was more than enough time for life in the land formerly known as the Kingdom of Judah to change dramatically. Without the leaders of Jerusalem, the people had to organise life differently so it was quite a shock when a load of them returned and started to take control of Judah's old capital city again. Bit by bit, houses were rebuilt, and then work began on the temple. Gradually, slowly, stone by stone, the city began to return to life.